Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Why are you crying, little boy? Dear, here's an idea. Why don't you play with some other friends? Don't really have any. Oh, yeah. Well, how about you play with my friends, Claire, Richard, and Zoe? They'd want to talk to me. One third of them would love to talk to you. Oh, okay, I will. I will speak to them, and I'll record it, and I'll do the fourth best podcast in Norwich City history. Fifth. Jack Reeves did about four episodes a year ago, so... Why, thank you, sir. But pray tell, what is your name? Let's just say I'm your secret friend. Oh, please tell me. My name is open to many, but hidden from... But seriously, sir- mate, what is it? Because it's just weird otherwise. Graham. My name's Graham, OK? Dan's mum has paid me to try and stop you from bloody texting him. Please, he's not going to do the podcast anymore. Leave him alone. OK, thanks, Graham. And thank you, Dan's mum! Hello and welcome back to the Little Yellow Bird podcast, but this time we're a little bit different because we don't have a certain person with us and that person is Dan. Ah, oh, poor Dan. But because this is the Little Yellow Bird No Repeat original podcast, we have other people and the other people are Zoe Whitford. Zoe, say your favourite ever Norwich City midfielder. My favourite ever Norwich City midfielder is Jeremy Goss. And we also have Richard Jeffrey with us. Say your favourite ever Norwich striker. Ooh, ooh, Chris Sutton. And finally, we have Claire Thomas. Claire, say, my God, you look attractive tonight, John. (laughs) No. Or say your favourite ever right back. Oh, my God, right back. Um, uh, I don't know. Rubbish. Can't think of one. Come on, right back. Say the, like say the current one then, if that. Uh, oh, Pinto. Is that it? Is that what you're going yeah, for? that's my answer. Oh, I'm disappointed in you already. Sorry. Oh. Everyone put a red mark next to Claire's name. You could have just said Defender. No, right back. So, so I wanted to tell you a story and a little tribute as well to Dan, because we don't forget about him, because he's always in our, in, our, in our thoughts. But 
Let me tell you a little story about him, just then we'll get on with the rest of the podcast. So, I was standing outside the gun club speaking to Dan. He was in his beautiful little Norwich City suit. Oh, if you don't know, he's working for Norwich City now as the programme editor. He's doing a fantastic job and we're all very proud of him. But he was standing outside in his little suit, looking all very smart and clever. And he was talking to people and nodding at people and winking at people, looking very official. And then a man in a, in a luminous jacket came up to him, went, um, excuse me, mate, um... The three ladies' toilets, they're all blocked. Can you go sort it out for us? And he went away, all sad, because he had to go clear the toilets. Is that his real new (laughs) job? job. That's his actual job. He has to clean the women's toilets. And he looked like all official. Yeah, mate, don't worry, I'll sort it out. (laughs) He didn't didn't have a clue what to do. So that's my little Dan story. Nice. Should we get in with the rest of it? Good story. Here we go. Please. So... This is how it's going to work. I'm going to ask them three questions, okay? They know the questions because I've sent it to them, but they don't know each other's answers. So what they have to do is speak for roughly about a minute, and for every no repeat original minute they give, they get 10 points. I'll make a, a little note of how much how many points they get. And if they repeat an answer of their fellow people-ish, what's the word I can use? Colleagues. Colleagues. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds a bit We're not getting paid. Clinical. Banter buddies. Oh, we're not getting paid. Banter buddies. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. So if, if they repeat an answer of their banter buddies, they lose five points. And we're going to tot up the points at the end. And whoever wins gets to sing out at the end of the podcast. <laughs> whoever wins gets to sing. Yeah. Uh, right. To, okay. Tries, okay. Tries I hope do. Rich wins. Yeah. So this is <laughs> your job to be <laughs> interesting, original, on the Little Yellow Bird No Repeat original podcast. Here we go. It's a Little Yellow Bird No Repeat original podcast. It's a Little Yellow Bird No Repeat original podcast. Or is it? Yeah, it is. So here we go then. Question one. And this is going to go to... Zoe first. So we all know who are the two best players on the pitch against Derby. But who was the worst player? Well, I obviously can't say anything bad about any of our players on for Monday's game because they were all wonderful. They tried hard. They worked hard throughout the game and we won 3-0. So I don't want to say anything bad about them. And I just want to take a punt and say the worst player on the pitch was probably Tom Ince. I believe Tom Ince to be the most overrated player that has possibly ever been. I've never seen him play well. He was a right diver when he came last time um, we played Derby at home. And he missed a chance for them when we were 1-0 up and probably still a bit shaky. Um, They could have got right back into the game, taken advantage of the crowd sort of unrest. And I think that he was definitely the worst player on the pitch. So he's the most underrated player since... Overrated. Overrated player since Paul Ince? <laughs> reckon you're right there. Yeah, and who does he think he is turning down into Milan and stuff like that? <laughs> that was a long time ago, wasn't it? I know, but I've not forgiven him for it. So. Good. Well done. Good call. Very good. She's very She's... invested in him, isn't she? <laughs> she isn't she? <laughs> like too... to bear a grudge. <laughs> a bit too much, if you ask me. So yeah. the next is going to go to... Same question. Who was the worst player on the pitch... Rich. Okay. Um, Well, having been at the game, John, 
Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, obviously, as, as Zoe correctly said, all our players played very well. Um, so Repeat. I'm going to choose a player from Derby, and I'm going to choose Scott Carson. Um, Scott Carson, I didn't actually realise it was him. Um, I sit very high up at the back of the Barclay, and I, I, my eyes aren't so good. I can't see the names on the shirts, but I sort of recognised him. Um, and my, my boys confirmed who he was. Um, so he's bit, had a bit of a come down. Um, what do you mean he's confirmed Liverpool, who he is? West Brom, Premier League keeper. Um, he looked very big, quite out of shape, cumbersome. He wore a sort of peachy orange colour. He reminded me of um, a giant peach. Um, <laughs> and I half expected a small boy and some anthropomorphic invertebrates to fall out of his bum at some point. You've written that down. <laughs> You've written that down. <laughs> he, was, he just looked slow and... He, he could have done better with the first goal, I thought. Uh, third was straight at him, and although it was hit powerfully, he didn't do much with it. He looked dodgy with the ball at his feet. And the fastest he moved all night was he ran out uh, to get involved in the he's not worth it's when um, Butterfield uh, slived down Wes. So for me, Carson, terrible. Right. So as I'm the judge of this, you repeated a derby, so I'm taking five points off you. <laughs> <clears throat> you repeated it. Don't, don't, don't kill yourself, <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Choking. God. Like it's very seriously, John. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's my decision. Okay. Hang on. So he, got, he, he lost points because he said it was a derby player. Yeah. Wow, that's harsh. Well, that's the, that's the game. <laughs> that's the game, Claire. So, talking of Claire, <laughs> luckily, so win. everyone was at the game. W- weren't you, Claire? So, who was the worst player, Claire? Were well, you at the game, weren't you? Well, no, I wasn't. Oh, I would, God's I sake. would imagine that the question was a whole lot easier if I had been. Um, so now I haven't got a flipping clue, really. Um, I obviously watched the highlights, which were actually highlights for a change, which was very pleasant, but hasn't really helped me in answering the question. All the match analysis said it was brilliant. Um, in the uh, player, um, the points, you know, they get given, they all got seven and above. So that doesn't really help Ratings. either. Ratings, that's the word. Um, so it's a bit of a trick question. I don't think there was a worse Norwich player. Um, but I would like some clarification because I can't tell from the pictures. Did uh, Sebastian Bassong step on the pitch during the goal celebration with Nelson Oliveira? So uh, I don't know. Well, he ran to him after his hat-trick or his second goal? Was it, was it was he on the pitch, though? Oh, that's a good question. He, Why? Was, on the, he was on the green, but was he on the pitch? The green goes. He was in the technical the area. Does that count as the? As the... Well, uh, you're the judge, John. I mean, he was on there at half time. Warm That's out. true. Yeah, he was. <laughs> okay. Um, well, if that's not allowed, then obviously you have to turn to Derby. So take five points off me. Um, uh, Butterfield's far too obvious. Um, Bradley, I would never say Bradley Johnson was the worst player on display on a football pitch. I would. He was bloody um, rubbish. No, he could just stand still and he would be fine. Oh, shut um, up. He was rubbish. <laughs> if you saw him, he was absolute crap. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Doesn't, doesn't matter? Doesn't matter. Oh, OK. Um, so I actually, I, I Googled it to get some help. <laughs> so <laughs> I've, written this, I've written this down. So Ian Suzanne 71 commented in the Derby Telegraph, tells me that uh, Anya, Ince and Carson were the only ones who turned up. So that puts Rich's uh, answer to bed. And so is. Um, and 
and Zoe's, yes. God, um, she's, she's horrible, isn't she, everyone? <laughs> yeah. Russell, um, yeah, competitive. Russell was very poor. Bryson looked like a headless chicken and Vidra didn't want to be there full stop. So using that, um, I have decided that the worst player on the pitch was Darren Bent because he's a scummer. <laughs> oh, God. Good answer. <laughs> Bloody hell. Very good. I like that one. Well done, Claire. <laughs> I'm going to give the, the winning point, the extra two points. I've just made this new rule up. For that first round, to Claire for using the word scummer. Yeah. Well, well done. done Am I allowed to use words like that? I guess so. Yeah, so we shall go through the scores. So far, in the lead, Zoe with 10 points. Yes. Second place is Claire with seven points. Mm. And in the back is Richard with five points. Can we swear on this? Yeah. Oh, great. Just for future reference. <laughs> okay. Do you remember the old podcast? They used to swear all the time. Yeah, bel- belch. Are you ready for question two? Yes. Mm-hmm. Here it comes. It's a little yellow bird, no repeat original podcast. Question two. The transfer window has been opened a crack. Which position is the key one we need to strengthen? And who would you sign if you had a cheque of over £80? <laughs> I'm going to go with Rich this time. OK, so... We've obviously it's obvious where our faults are, but for me, we need more small players who we don't quite know where their best position on the pitch is. <laughs> so they are ideally quite expensive. Are they number tens? Are they wingers? Are they sort of attacking me? Are they second strikers? Doesn't really matter. We don't need to know. Um, they won't get put in front of Wes anyway. Hopefully now we've got the Murphys as well. Um, but we we need more of those guys. Uh, you can't have enough of them up at Colney. Take up some wages. Um, I think there's some glaring gaps in defence and no Johnny backup or maybe another goal scorer. Johnny better keeper. backup? What's, what's, but, is that um, a hill? We, <laughs> we, need, we need another small, tricky player. Okay. Um, so I think it's going to be someone like Alan Judge from Brentford. Or I saw today that Adel Tarabd is looking for a new club. <laughs> oh, it's dear. Benfica. Oh, and we were, obviously, they've heard my uh, my brainwaves and signed this um, this Icelandic lad who seems to be one for the future for that role. So, yeah, pretty happy so far. Pretty happy. What's his name, Rich? Well, haven't been to Iceland. <laughs> um, I'm pretty adept with the old... Oh, so we we changed flights there. Um, but his name is <laughs> August Hinsen. I think is how you say it. Um, Can I just say... Welcome, August. Just, just really quickly, you just ruined yeah. the, the secret question for... Oh. <laughs> oh no! Who's oh, the dear. first person to say his name correctly, and you've ruined it? How do you know yeah. that is correct? Well, you just ruined it anyway. So it doesn't matter. So, five points off for Richard for for oh, for spoiling the last bit. Let me just write that Ooh. down. Richard spoiling the last bit minus five points. Thank you, Richard. So small. <laughs> it's going really well, isn't it? Yeah, me? you're doing well, mate. Yeah. Um, question number two now to Claire. Well, um, the obvious answer would be defenders, but you advised us to think outside of the box. You know why, don't uh, you? Well, it's no central, repeat original podcast. Well, yes, but also I, I'm not going to say defenders because central defenders are mostly inside of the box. Ha ha! Uh, oh, what? don't laugh. <laughs> Is that a joke? 
Yeah. Oh, sorry. Do it again. We'll, we'll all laugh this time. Oh, yeah, no. no. Go on, quickly. Seriously. Okay. <laughs> I can't do it again. Okay. Uh, you um, advise us to think... No, 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 go, go forward a little bit. Just do the punchline. Okay. And uh, central offenders are mostly found inside of the box. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so that cool. is brilliant, Blair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Classic. Um, anyway, plus it actually turned out we had some. <laughs> <laughs> so I just got it inside the box. Uh, oh, box. <laughs> right. Can I go on? Keep going. Thanks. Um, anyway, yeah. So it actually turned out we've actually got some fairly decent defenders after all. So, yeah, who knew? Anyway, um, I'm who actually going to say. Can signed him as well, have we? From Iceland. I'm <laughs> Possibly. Totally <laughs> huge. To <laughs> um, I actually think we need another central midfielder. I think we've got something missing there. And especially now, because uh, Dorans is now out for a while, Malumbu's gone away to the African nations. Um, so I think we're actually down to only two fit central midfielders. Um, but even before that, I think when Johnny was out, we didn't really have a real replacement for him. Um, Dorans is okay, but he's really slow. He tends to just slow things down. And I think that Norwich actually play better at a higher tempo. Uh, obviously, Teti and Malumbu are much more defensive type players, which sort of break up the play. So I think we need like an all action, attack minded midfielder, someone who can just like grab the game by the scruff of the neck. Um, so, in the absence of actually being able to clone Johnny and having two. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Johnny's on the pitch because I, <laughs> I, I don't think that, that cloning's allowed by the FA just yet. But um, I... I would actually really quite like us to put in a little cheeky bid for Henry Lansbury. Um, not, not just because he was here before, because it's easy to go, oh, I'd really love Paul Lambert to come back or Grant Holt to come back. But he's actually better player now than he was when he was with us. We loved him when he was here. He was a bit of a cult hero, but he's gone away and he's actually better now than he was then. Um, just just a... to be, you know, on the dot, sorry, not on the dot, on the pulse of things. Oh, is he, what? I think Aston Villa have had a bid accepted for him. Today. Well, we can always gazump them, can't we? We did with Ross McCormack, didn't we? Well, mm. they did, yeah. Vice, well, we did with uh, Pritchard, actually. Not yeah. with them, they were just going to Brighton. Yeah, we gazumped them. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Let's, let's gazump uh, more people. So that you're going to leave that word, <laughs> gazumped. Well, gazump, yeah. But it's Scummer, someone like gazumped. But he's, he's also, he's the captain, and I think we could do with a few more leaders on the pitch. Oh, um, God. You're, you're starting to sound like some dreadful Twitter account now. No, no, we could. We want to get Grant Holt back. We need some more leaders well, on no, the pitch. We do. Like, people like Grant Holt. That's what we were missing. We didn't have anyone sort of with that mentality on the pitch. Um, How do you know? So, yeah. Also, he's not that expensive. And he's Who? Got... 
Henry Lansbury. What, £3 million pounds not expensive to you? You've got rich tastes. Not, not these days, is it? That's true. Really? Yeah. Considering right. you sat on a bench. Um, and, but most importantly, he's got, like, exceptional goal celebrations. <laughs> I mean, remember <laughs> what was that dance thing he did? The, uh, yeah. He's got dreadful the haircuts doogie, as well, though. The doogie, that was awesome. That was, like, the, my, one of my favourite celebrations ever. So, yeah, let's gazump Aston Villa, because... <laughs> That would be really fun. Very nice. Thank you very much. I'll give you 10 points for that one. Yay. So, Zoe, just left to you. Well, this question has probably made me think about the player that I've wanted us to sign for a while now. Um, That's that's Connor Hurahan from Barnsley. And that is because I would like us to have Hurahan and Hulahan playing at the same time. And we could have Murphy and Murphy and we can go back to the days of when we had Chris Martin and Russell Martin and Ryan Bennett and Elliot Bennett. And everyone can get really confused because we've got players with very similar sounding names and they don't know who's who and they're all running around and it's all madness. Yeah. And it really made me think of the time at uh, Tranmere away uh, a few seasons ago when the ref, the absolutely awful ref, decided to book Daryl Russell instead of Russell Martin, or it might have been the other way around, (laughs) Um, who were stood nowhere near each other, obviously don't look very similar to each other. Um, And I think he just got confused with the the word Russell and uh, (laughs) booked the wrong player. So I think we need more of that, more confusion. Mm. Um, Sign Conor Hurahan, and he is also an excellent player and could add a bit of spice to our midfield um, and some attacking play to our midfield that we often lack when certain players aren't playing. That's a very good answer. Is he small and tricky? Because if he is, you sort of... He's not small, though. He's quite tall, actually. And she just said said attacking midfielder, which is Mm. the same as me. Well, what I'm going to go with this one, Mm. I don't think Zoe watches my What Happened videos because I made exactly (laughs) that joke. I'm sorry, John. I, I did the Hoorahan, Hoolahan, Murphy, Murphy thing. I think I did actually watch that video. So <laughs> if that's not a repeat, I don't know what is. So that's minus five points for Zoe for repeating my <laughs> video that I had for years. I know it's oh. tricky because that's like you can't repeat everything that's ever happened in the world ever because that's gonna it's going to bring it down a, t- a, a tad. But, sorry, minus five points for that, Zoe. Could I also say I want us to re-sign Jason Shackle because I miss him a little bit. Oh, yeah. You miss his saying did his he, name or just the player? Just him being around. He was on the bench, wasn't he, on Monday? Oh, yeah. yeah, Jason Shackle. He's very experienced as well, so it'd be good to have on the bench. That's not a bad call, actually, you think about mm. it. Him and Closer could be a good little partnership. Mm. Yeah. He was our captain as well, wasn't he? He was very young. Very briefly, I think. Yeah, we need mm. more captains. Are you ready for question three, everyone? Yes. Here yes. we go. It's a little yellow bird, no repeat original podcast. Question three. Ooh. It's the, I don't know why I'm doing a stupid like, ghostly voice when I'm doing the questions. So, FA Cup is coming up this weekend and we're up versus Southampton. No one's going to be there, but <laughs> what is your best and most interesting memory of the FA Cup? Featuring Norwich. Oh, I might thought I scared people. Okay, who's going to go? Who wants to, who, Rich, have you been first? You've been first. No, it's me, it's me. Claire, it's your chance to go first. Good luck. 
Yeah, well, actually, that question kind of made me a bit sad because I realised I don't actually have that many memories of the FA Cup, um, mostly because we're really shit at it. Um, also, when we weren't shit at it, I didn't actually like football. And also because the one game that we do get to play in every year, I don't ever really go because I can't be asked to haul myself up to Norwich from London in the first weekend of January. So I had to wrap my brain a bit. Well, actually, um, I wrapped my sister's brain she reminded me um we went to everton away in 1995 it was the fifth round and we lost five nil and it was awesome um i can't actually remember <laughs> it was I awesome it was awesome it was one of those just a great day even though it was really shit um i can't actually re remember the game much at all um i think john newsome got sent off um i can only presume that we were utterly dog shit um the the things i really remember is is the seat that we sat on it was like this really long wooden bench it was the weirdest thing i've ever seen at a football ground you should um, like wagamamas <laughs> i think it was pre-wagamama time i don't think in 1995 that existed uh in this country um it was like it was a bit like that though like a school canteen kind of set up very odd um but my absolute abiding memory of the whole game was, um, and I can still remember this so clearly, it was the Everton fans in the stand to the left of us. From like the very first minute to the last minute of the game, they were literally streaming down from their seats through the gangway and into the concourse and back, just like for the whole game. It was like a constant flow of people. They looked like ants and I was completely mesmerised by them. Um, that's probably why I don't remember the game because I was just watching these fans. I was like, where are they going? Like, what are they doing? Um, you know, who, who goes down the tunnel in the first few minutes of a football match? Um, uh, what? Uh, well, then, like, you sit down, you sit down, you start watching the game, and then you get up and disappear down the gangway, I'd, like, I'd, I'd, into, I'd, I'd, into I'd, the concourse. Like, what are they doing? Are you in talking to way? us or just talking to much yourselves now? Claire? In what way do they look like ants? Were they sort of? Because because they were like little things, like moving, like you know, like ants do their little trail. They, like they look like that, like a constant flow of people just moving the whole like time. They went. I don't know, it was just really odd. I didn't understand them. I didn't understand what they were doing. And I think that that was also probably the start of my slightly irrational dislike of Scousers. Oh, God. So, oh, hello. my God. Oh, let's keep it light, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I said it's an irrational dislike. So, yeah, I have, it's very sad. I haven't really got a good memory, and that is my best memory, a wooden bench and the Everton fans. So I'd like to make a plea to the Norwich players, if obviously they're listening, um, and, and the manager, um, please go on a decent cup run so that I can replace that with actually having a football memory of the FA Cup. Thank you. Oh, hmm. awful. So, uh, well, yeah, that's because I've got it. Um, who, who wants to go next? I forgot who's me, ordered. Me. Zoe, have you been second before, Zoe? You haven't, have you? No, I haven't. Yeah, Zoe, it's, it's your first chance. Time. Good luck. First, first, time first the worst, second the best. Yeah. Sloppy seconds? Who knows? <laughs> Let's do it. So, I too was racking my brains for any kind of positive FA Cup memory. Um, I'm not old enough like Rich to perhaps remember some uh, some decent victories <sighs> in the neat. FA Cup. Wah, wah, wah. So I um, actually thought back about uh, seven years ago now um, when we actually started our FA Cup run in November, controversial, because we were in League One 
Um, obviously, the greatest season that there has ever been. Uh, memorable for so many reasons, but it's also memorable for really displaying what the FA Cup is truly all about, and that is Goliath absolutely destroying David. And this was represented when we played a team called Paulton Rovers in the first round of the FA Cup. And uh, it was on the TV. It was actually on ITV. Um, and this was quite a big thing for us that season because obviously we weren't on the television very much um, being in League One. Uh, and I looked up what division Paulton Rovers were in at the time, and it's the greatest league name ever. They were in the Zamoretto League Division One South and West. Mm. <laughs> I think it's just incredible. Uh, it's five five leagues below even League One, so think how bad they must be. Um, <laughs> how bad they must be. Yeah, so they were actually on a great... Um, cup run they'd come through qualifying they were doing brilliantly and they got this tv game against us um and we beat them seven nil uh on the television um and even though we were putting these plucky losers to the sword it was very important for us that season because um we'd obviously been through terrible rhoda times been relegated we'd had the seven one against colchester lambert had come in and he was rebuilding the team and we were really starting to to score goals then. Um, and if you look at the scorers from from that game, Holty scored two, Super Chrissy Martin scored four and Wes scored the other one. Wow. So <clears throat> the real ho holy trinity of League One yeah. front three, absolute, just brings back all the memories of that season, a scoring shed loads of goals. Hardly any fans in the ground, but it was really special, and that's my favourite FA Cup memory. Oh, that's really yeah. good. Well done, Zoe. I can't Zoe. follow that. I well won't bother. That's, no. that's so good. That's ten Blue points. Nothing taken away yes. at all. She's on fire. So, go on, Rich. Well, it's hardly worth bothering. Is it? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean... I'll do. I thought okay, you were going to take us down memory lane, Rich. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you're, you've got in 1922, <laughs> the balls were made of leather, and when they got wet, it was really heavy. No, but as as Zoe correctly said, I am a little bit older than um, most most of them. Nearly the same age as Claire. Um, yeah. But I can remember our, <laughs> I was at both of our FA Cup semi-finals. Um, I'm not going to choose either of those games. Um, you could have, because no one else did. I could have. I'm not going to. Um, I could have chosen the game that I wrote about the other week, Southampton, which was an amazing game. But thinking outside of the box, I'm going to go for it. Was the '89 season, not the not the quarter final against West Ham, which was we won on a replay. Um, well, well, but when was this? '89. Um, but uh, Sutton United. Sutton United, they'd beaten oh. Coventry. I hate, what I hate, I hate the FA Cup, Ooh. right? What I really hate is the... Oh, this, are this, Angry. This, this giant killing magic of the cup rubbish. <laughs> oh, isn't it brilliant when the lower league club beats up a big club? No, it's, <laughs> it's utterly predictable. It's not a shock. It happens. It shouldn't be called a cup shock. It should be called a cup statistically inevitable event because they're going to happen sooner or later <laughs> the bigger team can't be asked the lower team were up for it you know so i'm going to choose uh sutton united they've beaten coventry uh in the previous round which was a huge shock up until we lost to luton it was the the last time a team in the top division had lost to a non-league team 
thanks uh, Luton, you bankers. Um, but that's partly why I hate it. Um, we beat. We had them the next round at Carrow Road. Their big day out. They came um, with their balloons. We had our inflatable canaries, <laughs> and we stuffed them eight nil. We made little children cry. <laughs> television that had come all the way from Surrey on a coach. Their boys. <laughs> What's wrong with Surrey? Take on Mighty Norwich. Robert Fleck, Malcolm Allen, four goals. Get yourselves home. Dry your tears. Thank you. That's well, he's mean. So I'm. I'm going to be fair because you know I'm a fair person. Basically, um, Rich has just repeated my column for um, the Southampton program. <laughs> and how At least much? I'm not the I, only one. Yeah, <laughs> ripping off your materials. Which, which is in the future, and he hasn't read. You know, no one's read it yet, which is understandable. But they're still repeating the future. Hold on, am I? Are you going to nick that? Is that what you're saying? No, it's, it's already so done. Good. It's gone to print. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's you've, you've stolen the future from me and I'm <laughs> going to take five points away from you. <laughs> so there we go. But I'm also going to give a bonus two points to Zoe for using the words for a non-league team, plucky losers, oh. which was nice. <laughs> just, just, to, just to rub the shit into their faces a little bit more. Because they were plucky losers. Yeah, but we were on the telly. Yeah, you're plucky losers, mate. So there we go. Should we look at the scores? In last place is Richard with 15 points out of 30. 50%. Which is, which is very good. That's a pass. First effort. In joint first place is Zoe and Claire Ooh. with 27 points each. Ooh. Now, so this is going to decide who's going to be the first winner of the... Totally original podcast that hasn't been repeated everywhere before. Norwich's next game is Southampton, of course. Norwich's game after that is Rotherham away, of course. Then we're a home to Wolves. But who are we home to next? First person says Birmingham. wins. Birmingham. Oh, shit. Oh. Who said it first? Zoe did. Zoe's won the game. Well done then, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. So it's time to say goodbye. If you do like it, what we've done to the podcast now, it's totally different. I know that. But, you know, it could be good when Claire starts swearing at Scousers and, and Rich stops <laughs> calling people wankers and then little kids wankers on top of that. And then Zoe <laughs> stops stealing material from me. It'll be all right, won't it? not to do that next time. Goodbye from Zoe. Goodbye. It's goodbye from Rich. Goodbye. And it's hello from Claire. Hello. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.